Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello one and all, and welcome to the latest episode of Behind the Glass. This week, Dylan, what's your surname? Morris. I, you know, I did kind of know that, but it slipped my mind. We are joined by Dylan Morris from Joe Macari Performance Cars. Are How's gonna, it going? You're adjusting your mic? It's got to be, got to be done. Oh. Is it falling? No, 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 we're right. Do you need to tighten it a bit? I think so. Let's do it. Just lift it up and then... There you go, yeah. These are a bit busted, these mic stands. I bought them for like three pounds off... There yeah, we go. Hey, days. now we're set up. Now we're professional. Back in the room. <laughs> Back in the room. So, Dylan, welcome to Behind the Glass. Thanks for having me, bro. Um, do you... We're going to tell everyone in a second what Joe Macari performance cars are, because not everyone might know. But first off, let's do a bit of an introduction to you. So, what do you sure. do here at Joe Macari's? I am the head of marketing. So, my role is largely sort of running the Instagram. Uh, when cars come in, I sort of photograph them. I'll write the ads for them as well, and then I sort of manage them on Piston Heads, Auto Trader, whatever it might be. Um, and then just like little, little, like little odd jobs, so like I, I deal with the DVLA a lot. Sounds fun. Yeah, which Who is doesn't awesome. love dealing with the DVLA? I mean, they're literally, they're, they're like thinking of setting an office up for me at the DVLA, because <laughs> I find them so much. Um, the freaking dream. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's bits of everything, man. I just, sure. like, no two days are the same. I just... But, okay, so then to give a picture of what um, Joe Macari's is, uh, I will try and summarize it quickly and then you can correct me. Um, yeah, if you're unaware, it is possibly one of the greatest supercar, classic car, performance car showrooms you will ever go to. It's located in southwest London. Um, Joe himself, again, you can paint a bit of a picture mm. of. Um, a formidable uh, character in the automotive scene, I think yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and through that, through his connections and, and through his life, you guys end up having some incredible stock in this place. It's unbelievable. I'm looking out the window now. We are currently set up in uh, your sort of boardroom and I can see two Lamborghini Murras. I can see a Ferrari F12 TDF. I can see an Enzo. I can see Koenigsegg. It's non-stop. We've got everything, man. Like from, I mean, as, as you said, from TDFs right through to sort of, you know, the James Coburn 250 Cal Spider, we have everything. And it's always changing. Luckily enough, I live very nearby. <laughs> I literally am like five minutes around the corner. And every time I drive past, there's new stuff in. Mm. And what is your policy on letting people just come in and perv? Dude, open door. Really? Like, we love having people come in. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a two-way street. Like, we, we expect... A certain level of decorum and, sure, and respect, yeah, of course. But you know, if uh, this is the thing, you know, what 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 I find, I'm I'm you know really lucky in working in this industry is that I'm united with a sort of 
brotherhood and, and, and sisterhood of people that just share this burning passion for cars, much the same Absolutely. as I do. But everyone who works here shares the same passion. So if someone wants to come in and have a knock, like, sure, the door is locked, but that's because we don't just want the door flying open all the time. Absolutely. If you guys want to come around, knock on the door and come in and take photos, like, we actively encourage people to come down. There is your shout out. There is your call to action, people. If you are in London, if you happen to be in Southwest London, look up Joe Macari, knock on the door, ask for Dylan if he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we, 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 we get people yeah. emailing us probably four or five times a week being like, oh, that is all right if I come in. Because I know that some dealers are a bit funny, you know. Of course. They yeah. don't have that. Like, I mean, not, not, not to call out specifics, but there are definitely places I know that they don't like when people come and take Absolutely. photos. Absolutely. For and us, we're as much a museum as we are a car dealership. And people will often sort of be like, oh, I'm really sorry, you know, I'm not coming here to buy anything. And we're like, dude, we don't care, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I, I mean, I, like come before I started working here, I lived around the corner and I used to come around and just purple all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's cool exactly it. It's just, it. You can't help it. If you're a car person, this honestly is Toys R Us. Mm. For like, it's just drool worthy every yeah. time I come past. Um, we're going to come back to, as I say, cars that are in here right now and some stuff that you've uh, seen and been lucky enough to get close up with. But I want to kind of jump on a point that you were just talking about uh, because I think we met before. You, did, actually, did we meet when you just started? I literally just, just started. started. I just started. Because obviously, I mean, I, to, to, to give us a bit of a backstory, I think you and all the guys that you work with are sort of largely responsible for me ending up where I ended up because I was sort of oh dear then no, 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 you might be on behind the glass you know, but I, there's no <laughs> I, no I honestly I don't even think I've told you this before so basically I'm quietly passing I was 50 pounds <laughs> under the table exactly <laughs> uh, no like I, I was I was sort of at uni doing like a music degree and I was halfway through my sort of final year and I'd got really into watching like you and Seb and you know like Paul and all that kind sure. of stuff and, and, and sort of to me I'd always been hugely passionate about cars but I'd never really entertained working in in the automotive industry because i had no in like yeah. i didn't know anyone i'm sure. not an engineer like i'm not a particularly talented photo photographer and and it was always sort of like to me this, this this pipe dream that i never thought i'd attain and i was watching i think it was like when paul went to the what was it i think it was like the the rs audi day like last okay. year or whatever it was and sure. sort of tim was in the rs6 and i think paul was in the rs3 and i sort of figured like do you know what like why why am I like not trying to get involved and like the story goes basically I mean like, as I said I live around the corner and it was uh, it was Valentine's Day uh, also oh, like the, the, oh, the, oh, the, 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 the evening leading You're into like Valentine's I know what Day. I want to meet a lovely <laughs> exhaust pipe <laughs> and and my girlfriend was over and I was like oh man like, I haven't got anything I haven't got a card like I haven't got flowers I haven't got anything so I was like I'm just going to pop out to grab some ice cream. And I, I ran to the Shell garage that's down there. Sure. It's the only place around here that's open 24 hours. I was literally like, get give me something pink. Give me something pink now. <laughs> I mean, you, I've once bought a Christmas present from a petrol station, but you've outdone me. Oh, no, no, I mean, she fine. is now my ex-girlfriend. This may be part okay, of the reason, fine. but whatever. Uh, and and I, was, I was sort of walking back to my house after I bought the stuff. And I stopped outside Joe's to just have a look through the window. And I was like, do you know what? There is, uh, there is no reason for me not to go in and at least make... Uh, like have a crack yeah just say hi yeah exactly just introduce myself and like I literally I walked through the door the next day with a CV and and I literally said to them guys like I, like, I just I've got time on my hands I just mm. finished an internship at an investment bank which I hate yawn oh dude it was so no one's going to enjoy that I know and I was I was sort of looking at maybe like because I worked at Nando's for a long time so I was thinking oh, about maybe man. going there what, yeah, was dude, your, okay, what was your pick as an insider at Nando's oh, dude, see this is the secret right so we had like a limited budget so for, for like what we could get for food and okay, like my fine. 
my thing was I'd always thought that there was a, a mistake in them not doing some kind of shredded chicken. Yes, like a yeah, shawarma. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So what I used to do was I'd Shreds buy the Portuguese roll, I'd get like a quarter chicken, usually a breast, okay. uh, and then I'd I'd figured out how to make like Perinase. And wow. so I'd basically get like all the bits and pieces, shred up the chicken, mix it with the like. So were you a cook or were you a server? Like, no, 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 I was, I was just like tills and tills, floor yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just carving up your own, just, your own just shred yeah, chicken. Man. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, because everyone else would get like a really sad little quarter chicken or whatever, yeah. and there was me just with this like king feast. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what um, would you recommend that someone doesn't get from Nando's? Do you know what? I've I've never understood. The prego steak roll. Okay, yeah. it's a chicken shop. Like, why? What's why? with the beef? Why? What's Come here for beef? chicken. It's got freaking chicken on the side. I know. Eat some freaking chicken. <laughs> I love that. My title of this podcast is now going to be from Nando's to supercar dealership. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> I mean, just to bring it full circle, like, I, I, I was, I was basically a bit of a loss, and I walked in, as I said, with a CV, and literally said, like, can I speak to the manager? Had a quick chat with him, and. Um, because I'd done a music degree, I sort of had some some like contacts in in the music world, and I'd done a bit of management for. Uh, players records or like drum and okay. bass label doing their social media stuff so I did have like something to bring to the table um, and and you know luckily uh, your 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 friend Wolfie who had been doing my job before me had uh, just sort of handed in his notice and they needed someone to fill the gap sure I mean if I'd come in two days earlier or two days later it just wouldn't have happened, wouldn't have happened. it was just yeah, right time right place I, I came in I started doing the job and you know, it was scary at first moment because I was so out of my depth and I just, you know, I just put my head down, worked as hard as I could. And it wasn't hard because, you know, for me, I was, I was literally kid in a, in, a, in a sweet shop. You know, yeah. if any of your listeners could, you know, like you literally go from, you know, lying in your, lying in your bed, twiddling your thumbs, playing Xbox to working at Joe McCarty, like it was a dream. It, it, it is absolutely a dream because as, I, as we touched on before, this place really is... Um, a, a sweet shop. I mean, everywhere you look, there's there's cars that you could only dream of seeing, mm. um, and you are lucky enough now to spend your days around them, sitting in them, moving and, them, and, and to be and to be quite jaded. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah because you know when I when I first started working here, I'd see like a like a Mondial drive down the street. I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> Mate, a Mondial. Sick, what are you talking about? No, no, like, exactly. Honestly, no, no what you need is a brown Mondial, brown interior. No, you Lovely. know what I saw was a white Mondial with a red interior. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I was like literally, I sent the guy an email saying, how much do you want? Honestly. <laughs> I was like, I need that car. Guys, I bought a Ferrari. But literally, I thought it'd be quite a cool series about buying the worst Ferrari ever made. I know, dude, for sure. Like, well, you you, had, you cool. have to tease it with just the badge first. So yeah, it was yeah. Like, oh, dude, like he's finally, finally got done a it. CS. Sick. <laughs> and I've got a Mondial T. Yeah, um, but yeah, okay, so there's a huge thing there, I think, of... I see it a lot. A lot of people send messages um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You know, how do I get into the car world? How mm. do I start? And I think a lot of people think of YouTube... Uh, or Instagram as the first two points. I'll become mm. a car photographer or I'll become a car YouTuber. Yeah. But there are a million other ways to get Dude. involved with the car Because, I mean, world. The, 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 the thing is, like, you guys, as, as a sort of crew, have... A crew, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Whitey YouTuber gang. You guys have sort of got quite a really broad spectrum between you. Everything from sort of, like, Queen Bee doing the sort of moddy stuff through to... You know, you, James, Paul, all those guys doing like the really like bread and butter cool stuff that we all we all love to watch. And I think that it's quite hard for someone to break in now because not that the market's saturated, but it's just already such a high level of quality. I think that you'd almost need to be slightly more creative than just thinking I'll start oh, a YouTube mate, channel. I, I say this so often. I, I think the automotive space is crying out for someone doing something different. Yeah? It's, yeah, because you know what? I, I slightly disagree. I think anyone can join 
the YouTube space mm. whenever they like. I think it's a platform which encourages and promotes new, exciting content. Oh, I think the one thing which our space on YouTube does not want is another bloody supercar YouTuber. Dude, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Someone, like, you know, if someone came in and did a really cool Japanese channel, oh my God, that like would JDM be or modified or classics or yeah. racing or something. And I know Archie's trying to push a channel a bit more back into racing, but he has inherently become a supercar YouTuber yeah, one way yeah, yeah. or another. But I do think our space is just something different, just a bit more unique. Or here I am with my 1.4 liter 2002 Golf, like mm. you know, a different form. Or actually, no, did you know you're so right? Having 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 heard you vocalize that, I think you're dead right. I think what's actually saturated is the supercar. Yes, market. absolutely. Because there's only so many times you can yeah, probably go. Exactly. I bought a new supercar. I wrapped it. I put an exhaust on it. I sold it. <laughs> like, you know, we're all sick of it. So no, completely, man. I think you're dead right. I, honestly, I think you know, listeners, someone get mm. on there, do a JDM channel. That would be so cool. There is actually a friend of mine who I'd like to give a small plug to now because do he it. is doing an incredible job. Jamie Fyd. Mm-hmm. Now this guy. I, a lot of people know about him because he's got, I should check now, but he's got about 70k subs, I think. Sure. I hope I haven't undersold him or oversold him, but if I have oversold him, he needs 70k subs. Yeah, if he doesn't have 70k, um, we need to get him 70k. And he's been doing the modified scene now for a long time, and I genuinely think he's brilliant. He does mm. it so, so well, and mm. I'm just looking for a way for us to collaborate to try and send some more people his way, um, if I can do that, if I can help <coughs> at all, but he, he's amazing. So yeah, guys, if you're into that, want to check it out, Jamie FYD. Um, I think that's all you have to search on most platforms and it'll come out. Uh, do you know? Yeah. Do you know? What I think that it could could also be really cool. It's like one one of the guys that used to work here um, was was heavy into his drifting, like seriously yeah. into his drifting. Yeah. But not like not like sort of silly stuff. Like oh, no, he pro, had like an R thirty four Skyline that he sure. built up to like nine hundred horsepower. Yeah, ridiculous. Mad. Stuff. Yeah, competition drifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really cool. I find. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely areas of that. But on top of social media, or at least in terms of mm. running your own social media pages. There are opportunities inside it. First of it, f- firstly, sales. Like, you know, I think people undervalue that opportunity to work in supercar dealerships mm. because there are so many these days. Look at Tony yeah, yeah, Gravel yeah. with car sales. You know, look at you guys. You don't have to go to HRO in and completely. work at a mainline dealership. Blah, blah. There's millions of other opportunities and smaller setups where you can be more hands on. And obviously, it's hard. You need to be a good salesman, but don't mm. knock it. You know, mm-hmm. you might as well go and have a look. As you've proven, marketing, social media marketing, PR side of things, a lot of these companies now need that sort of support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's other things, you know, events, Goodwood, Festive Speed. If you're into cars, go work at Goodwood. Like, Salon Privé as Sal- well. What an incredible thing, you know, mm. just go and intern or, or whatever it might be. And I know it's easy to say, um, sitting here in our position. Yeah. But I have become a big uh, ambassador or a big champion. Yeah of trying to work in something you're passionate about. I, I, I honestly, I cannot emphasize how lucky I feel every day when I wake up. Mm. Because I've done jobs before that I've, I've, I've hated and, yeah. and there's been no passion. It's literally just been like, I need to pay for a new pair of trainers. Yeah, like, yeah, I need yeah, a job. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's that, it's that kind of thing. And, and, and to, to, to wake up every day, because I mean, for a long time, I wanted to be a musician. Sure. And I just didn't. We, I was we just, both did. Yeah, exactly. And what, I was just, I was What was rubbish. your dream band name? Did you have a band? Were you a solo artist? Well, this is, I, I was, I was actually, well, I mean, like, again, I don't want to oversell myself. But, I mean, like me, me, <laughs> well, and, me and a friend. Sick, actually. Yeah. Oh, dude. 
Oh, I headlined Glastonbury. I was on, I was on top of the pops. No, but I mean, like, so me, me, me and a friend met at uni uh, through the sort of like DJ society. Uh, oh, uh, the uh, DJ yeah, exactly. Society. No DJ. That's me. worse than the chess club. <laughs> but so basically, what you had to do is you had to submit like a thirty-minute mix, um, okay. and the the winners basically got the beginning and end slot at a student night at Ministry of Sound. So. And so me and a friend sort of won it together, and then we sort of like he turned out to be a, a dude, and yeah, so yeah. me and him were like, well, why don't we just sort of team up and just do like a become a rock DJ and do like cut to like we played Ministry of Sound, we played the Nest, oh, yeah, we had bookings at Fabric, yeah, Look we like we had all kinds of stuff. Smash but I mean, the thing was, we then needed to back that up with like production. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, for a long time, I was like. I just figured after about five years of making music and not having made a single song that I was like, this is actually pretty good. I was like, do you know what? It's just time to give up the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to have a really yeah. honest conversation with yourself about if you're actually talented enough to happen, do it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I realised at about 15 that I was going nowhere. <laughs> so I went behind and across the table and started yeah. working in the industry and that went horribly wrong too. But I mean, um, to, to, to sort of be able to, as I said, like wake up and do something that I love every day is worth its weight in gold. It's it incredibly really hard to, to realise that ambition. You know, it, mm. as I say, we're very lucky because we can sit here and we are fortunate enough to both you know, I say wake up and do stuff that we love and that is not easy. But I think the one thing is that I get frustrated about is people saying, oh, I, I, you know, I, there's no way I can work in the car world. Like, I don't know how I can... Because Jeez, no. even if you've got a nine to five job working mm. in Nando's, as I say, go and work at Festival Speed for the weekend. Like, yeah. There's plenty of jobs that are like, you know, you can just put your head, uh, you know, your hand up for and go and intern or get work experience and, and do and be part of that space. And... But I, th I think I think one of one of the, the sort of things that I think is most important is you, you just your ability to talk to people. Mm. I mean, fundamentally, that's how I got my job. Is I walked sure. in, I had a discussion with someone, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll give them mm. a, we'll give them a chance." It wasn't like, "Oh, I'll email my CV," and it's like, you know what? You need to go and put a face to a name. Yeah, you need to go and put across how passionate you are about this because that is what will sell you and For sure. what will get you through the door. And if uh, you're struggling or you don't think that's possible then uh, use some bit of escapism and watch Seen Through Glass exactly via youtube.com for Seen Through Glass okay so away from us being all preachy and telling uh, telling listeners to, to go out there and follow their dreams I mean dude um, what the hell do we know I know we're such douchebags <laughs> both sitting here in this like amazing show like, oh you know if you want to work in cars just go do it literally I was like shut up you a-hole um, okay so let's let's bring it back to cars because sure. behind the glass is predominantly supposed to be a cars podcast um as i say every time i come here the cars change mm. but right now you've got some pretty special stuff are there any moments or any cars that really stand out in your memory in the time that you've been working here that you're like i can't believe this is here i can't believe or maybe you're the first time you've gone in enzo or, or anything like that so when i when i first started working here we had two cars in that i'd never really had a good look up close because I, I remember before i started working here like the thought of seeing like a bugatti veyron i was like oh my god yeah, and i'd catch a glimpse yeah. of one and i'd be like oh my god it's so much smaller than i thought sure. when i started working here we had that crazy carbon fiber enzo uh, and we had a rosso corsa laugh and i'd okay. never had a good look at a laugh i'd never had a good look at an enzo okay and i remember it was just like it was it was almost like I don't even. It was. It was like being in a dream. Like yeah, it really yeah, yeah, was. Yeah. And I remember, like, I think on my first day, because I, I was sort of still getting to know everyone that worked here. And I said to to Roy, one of the guys that helps us out around the showroom, I was like, well, like, can I can I get into the end zone? And he was like, dude, of course. Like you, you work, work here. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what, what the hell? Like that's mad. And Sing so I got on the end zone. It was like, it, it was it was such a weird thing of meeting your hero and just being so impressed by them. And the first time that. You know, I mean, they put an unbelievable amount of trust in me. You know, I'm, I'm 22. I don't have a huge amount of driving experience, but 
you know, I'm moving cars around in the showroom with sort of like two inches of clearance either side. And like the first time I, I moved the laugh around, that was seriously special. That is something that will stick with me forever because it was like, I am so lucky that someone has actually said to me like, yeah, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. And since then I probably, you know, because. How would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm too young to be insured. I don't really get to drive the stuff on the road too often if it's a Ferrari anyway. Sure. Like Porsches and Corvettes and stuff, I, I get to, but... You know, like the really I, high end, the stuff really, the really high end stuff. I, I, Guys, I usually do you need me to fill this up? No, <laughs> exactly. we do not. <laughs> but dude, the number of times someone's been like, "Oh, like, can you take that over to service?" And I'm like, "No, literally, I can't." Thanks for I reminding can't. me. <laughs> if you, yeah, just to clear that up, the German car service department is literally across the road. I mean, yeah. you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's physically across the road, but to move a car from the showroom or the showroom car park to the service centre, you have to drive on public roads, which means tenants are allowed. It's so <laughs> annoying. And then everyone comes in and they're like, so have you driven everything in here? And I'm like, well, I mean, like, I've it's been on foot, and too. I've never left first gear, but I guess so. <laughs> What's the handling like? At low speeds, it's fantastic. Really great. It's really great at like <laughs> 0 to 2 miles an hour. Um, just also to clear that up, because amazingly, something that's happened with this podcast, which I wasn't expecting to happen, the wonderful world of Apple and iTunes is bringing an audience that have no idea who I am or, or what I do or oh, what yeah, cars are. you're on now, aren't you? Which is amazing. So uh, a laugh is the Ferrari LaFerrari, the million pound or million euro dude, uh, V12 2.5 to 2.7 million pounds. Now, yeah, when yeah, it was yeah, new. Because yeah. let's not get into car prices for people <laughs> who don't understand the car market. That's just going to blow one's head off. But as of new, it was the uh, million pound uh, Ferrari, the Ferrari. Um, unbelievable thing. And the Ferrari Enzo was its predecessor. But mm. I think for you and I probably, I mean, I know for me myself, that was my poster hypercar. Dude, no question. And honestly, today, 
I would still be tempted to pick an Enzo over a lap. Just because mm. of the importance for me. Like, that no, was... completely. Like, I was... When that car got launched, it was... Oh my god, this whole I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I was watching on Top Gear when I yeah. was, like, discovering cars. Oh my god, absolutely. And the Michael Schumacher uh, vibe. I was a yeah, yeah, Schumacher yeah, yeah, obsessive. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he was involved with that whole process of just like... Oh, oh, oh. Um, so, yeah, the Enzo has a huge uh, did you, place did you, in did, my... did you ever see the Schumacher F1 car that we had? Yeah, 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 that was nice with that the gold cool. wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspired by my Alfa Romeo 4C. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Um, uh, but the car that you were talking about a second ago is a Ferrari Enzo that had a very special exposed carbon fiber body. Mm. Uh, so that was a set, but that wasn't a Ferrari. No, so, so essentially what happened is the, so Ferrari don't paint the really high end stuff. They get sent to a sort of another paint Specialist house. place. Yeah, exactly. And what the guy did was he ordered the car, I think it was German delivered, in Rosso Corsa, uh, which is obviously classic Ferrari red, and he then sent it back to Zanazi, which is what the the, sort of the house is called, the double sure. painting. And they rebodied it in carbon fibre, but this was at a stage before Pagani, before Koenigsegg, before carbon fibre was the artistry that it is today. Okay. And it was one of the sort of early cars, and they then rebodied the entire thing, because they are wow. carbon fibre itself. Carbon fibre the core. But if you stripped all the paint off, none of, none of the weave would align, and there were sort of imperfections sure, and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they, they he sent wow. the car back. But the weird thing was that it was photographed after that was done in sort of 2005 or whatever, whatever it was. Sure. Um, and there was sort of this rumor going around that there was this exposed carbon fiber car and it just disappeared. It wow. wasn't seen in public for like years and years and years and years. And then it just popped up in our showroom. <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like, Here oh my is. God. And it's so when we, we, we took that thing to Gumball, man. And but that does summarize what this place is like because as I say, you can, you can think of any supercar dealership in your mind. Joe McCars is a very different experience because mm. of the unique and rare cars you get, and, yeah. and the variety of cars. And I don't know if you're in a position or want to give a bit of an overview of Joe and his oh, position gee, and, how, sure. and how he ended up sort of running a place like this. Joe, Joe's amazing. Like he's, he is, is one of the most capable and decisive people I think I've ever met. He is, he's personable and efficient. He's, he's, he's an awesome person to work with or work for and to, to sort of learn from. Sure. And so the story goes that he, he's been a car nut from day one, like from day one. And he got involved in a really terrible accident when I think he was sort of in his mid twenties or so. And he, he sort of had third degree burns over like a significant portion of his body. His hands were, were ruined, you know, wow. his face was really badly wow. burned. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, and he was told he'd never drive again. Wow. Um, and he had sort of been an aspiring racing driver and you know he went to the hospital and the the doctor sort of said to him well you're never going to drive again and he was like right i want another doctor <laughs> kind of kind of thing and Good man. yeah you know sort of a year and a half later he emerged from from the hospital uh, and and was driving but i think he was quite i, I don't know what the word is he he was he, nervous isn't right but he was sort of wary of getting back into a race car because you know obviously it would have been sure. hideously traumatic and he then sort of started to deal cars and stuff and um he, he sort of built a name for himself and essentially what happened was he became uh, an ind he was a licensed independent Ferrari and Maserati service specialist okay and one of the sort of very few that there are in the UK uh, and he then built alongside that the car sales side of the business okay which has now sort of flourished I mean we used to be on a, a sort of another premises on the Wandsworth one way system sure absolutely. I think they fit six cars into yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're now in the showroom where we have between 50 and 60 cars wow. but 
you know, he sort of built that up and it, it, honestly, like, it, it's, it's just amazing seeing how he works. There is no one he can't co- talk to, uh, you know. If the, and it must be a connections business, you know, when you're, when you're looking, when you're talking about these, these kind of cards, you know, as I say, peering over again. And guys, I will be uploading a ton of photos uh, from the Joe Macari uh, showroom today onto Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash seen through glass. You can check out some of the photos of what's in stock today. I can see again, F50 lurking around. Um, two. Uh, two F50s, cool, casual. Uh, I'm trying to peer <laughs> over again. We've got a roof. I don't know what year that is. A 911 roof down there, black one. Um, 488 I mean it's just it's just so much mm. going on mm. um, and to be able to get those cars in here whether they're sale or return or, or bought or sold or whatever you can only do by knowing the right people and being Completely. trusted being trusted that someone says oh, I want to sell my car through you guys um, so yeah it's an incredible thing to see the things that we, we I think, and, and, and again like I'm, I'm not involved in the sales side so I actually don't really have any skin in the game but I think that the sort of the 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 sort of background that we built for for ourselves, the sort of reputation that we built for ourselves, is one of wanting people to come back to us. And so, sure. if you want to sell a car through us, we're not going to do you wrong because we'd love you to sell whatever car you have next to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And similarly, if you're buying a car from us, we want to give you as fair a price as we can because we want you to return to us. It's absolutely. not a case yeah, of yeah, us sure. wringing someone's neck and trying to get as much as we can then because you know, sort of. I, and again, I can't speak for everyone, but my understanding is that we sort of play the long game and we look to the future and we try and build relationships, and that is. How we've got great small, how to Joe's have. got to where he is, and Joe uh, and the company now do quite a bit of sponsorship in sort of through motorsport. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, so the, just 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 to sort of cap Joe's story off, he 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 then went from you know that that terrible accident and building up the sort of service center and sales side of stuff, and then went on to to race at Le Mans, and mm. and is now racing relatively regularly. I mean, last year he won the Kinrara Trophy at Goodwood Revival, which if people don't know is it's this race. I mean, it is stupid. <laughs> it is. I mean, you've got two fifty GTOs, yeah. which are worth Imagine fifty million pounds. Imagine the best, most expensive cars in the world being thrashed mm. in one of the most competitive races you've ever seen. So yeah, as you say, two fifty GTOs circuit. sideways, like yeah. going through corners, bashing Overtaking each, each other, other chicanes. Yeah, like it's one of the most mental things you could D-type ever imagine. D-type sort of like getting written off. Like yeah, it's bonkers. And, and he went on to sort of win that with Tom Christensen, who okay. yeah, who was the, the sort of arguably one of the greatest uh, Le Mans drivers of all time. I think he won like nine times. Yeah, or nine times. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So, I think the one thing which I kind of wanted to talk about from a selfish point of view, mm. being here, uh, is I've now kickstarted my series, my hunt for my first classic car, sure, basically. Sure, um, And it's sort of an ongoing, fluid thing, and I'm not in a particular rush. My big part is that I want to really research as much as I can, from JDM classics yeah. to old British classics to Italians to everything, and all different decades. Um, coming in here today, it's a very nice Delta Integrale. Uh, well, dude, I sent you that picture mm, the other day. I'm not joking. You need to get one of those. They're pretty they badass. So, that's the first car that I actually got a proper drive in when I worked. Really? Here. So I had to drive it from here uh, in Wandsworth to Regent Street for the Gumball 3000 thing. Oh, nice. And I remember it was left-hand drive and I'd never really driven it before. And I hadn't really driven anything that was like strongly turbocharged. Okay. And I remember I was sort of going sort of under the underpass and I just sort of put my foot down a bit and it just... Does it this dump turbo? Me. At some point, it's a but, but it's kind of f 40 where okay. you, you see it's quick and then it's quick <laughs> <laughs> but it does also sound like my bar <laughs> um, dude like it, it, it is just the genesis of all hot yeah. hatches it is the big daddy it's very there. cool It's I don't think it's the route I want to go though because I know it's, it's not classic like, enough really. it's not classic enough That's, and it's a, it's a hatchback yeah you know it's a, it's a rally car essentially isn't mm. it? Um, but, but brilliant but 
from your let's call it expertise I'm going to flatter you now Dylan. What? Your, your expertise <laughs> we talked about various different cars before are there things that you see coming and going or, or around let's say the, the low end of the market because we've got stuff in here below mm. us now that's millions and millions of pounds but like the Integrale, which are kind of like up and comers almost, yeah. you know, 30, 40, 50 grand things that are coming in, which you reckon are great shouts or things that have surprised you? God, that's a tough one, man. I <clears throat> I don't think you could ever go wrong with an original Fiat 500. But yeah. The, 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 cool. the original Abarth. Chiquicente. Dude, they're so cool. So cool. We, we so had a guy come I in. I hardly fit in them though. That's the only problem. Oh, no, thanks. You're, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. a bloody giant. I hardly, I'm six foot two. So, but, but I mean, like, you know, I, I, I don't think you could go wrong with... Uh, things like, I, I like BMWs, but they're not my favourite. So sure. I don't know all the sort of like... The, no, sort of, no, like, like, like an old E9 or something like that. But like sort of like a, an early 90s M3. Mm. Or, yeah. or I tell you what the other big shout could be, and I don't know if this is really up your street. The 850 CSI. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. So that's the one that they nicked wow. the engine out of for the F1. For the McLaren oh, F1. Oh, wow. Okay. And that, that, that is at the upper end of that. It's a big car, it's isn't it? It's a big car. And I don't, again, I don't know if it's classic enough, but in terms mm. of cars that I think are pretty undervalued at the moment, that that's is the one top of, of the food chain. Because that was what I was tempted. Before I went down to uh, Hexagon, who I don't know if they're a rival, so let's not talk about them. <laughs> um, to start this all off, in my head, I was like, that's what I want to go for. Big engine mm. German because I thought I could like strip it out dude the thing sounds like an F1 sounds incredible blah 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 but they are big boats that's yeah. the problem yeah. and so I'd be interested with the BMW maybe it's more archetypal BMW handling cool driver's car but you've got to think eight well eight was, I think Petrolicious did a really good video on an 850 CSI recently okay. and that's sort of where Straight I found out about it and dude it was so God, cool I love a Petrolicious I'm trying to think video. what else would be would, would, would sort of be cool what about like an there? old Alfred Junior because those I see are like GTVs or, mm, or GTAs mm. or or what's the Alphaholics car they've just done? The sort of like fifteen hundred or whatever yeah. it is. Again, because I'm not any old Alpha. I'm a bit nervous about rust buckets, but mm. that's the, basically the problem. Which I, not the problem because it's a great problem to have. Um, is you either spend because I think I say I think my budget's around thirty grand. Mm. So either I go and find a real crapper for like 15 or 20 and then kind of work on it like that's an old 70s car yeah. Crapper. Yeah, yeah yeah or I plow all 30 into something a bit newer that might be an up and comer like an 850 like a, a Merc 560 SEC mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. so that's what I need to, that's why I need to just drive lots of stuff basically but I just I'm obsessed with this idea and you must tell me if I'm wrong but being around older cars especially mm. the really special stuff yeah has opened my eyes up to a whole world that I never appreciated. Dude, when I came into the showroom, I didn't care about yeah. anything. Pre-2004. Completely. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. care. I mean, I didn't know what half the stuff was called. I didn't yeah. know my 365 GTC4 from a GTB4 from a GTS4. Like, yeah. and, and being around them, you, you do really appreciate what they're like. I mean, for instance, the other day, we're sending the Coburn 250 Cal Spider to uh, Concourse, and we needed some photos for it. Sure. Uh, and me being the expert photographer that I am I was I, so I was sort of like yeah cool, cool like, up oh, a pro photographer it. yeah exactly and um, and and so we, we sort of drove it from here to a park nearby I mean dude yeah. you just don't get cooler than that it's it's so one thing cool. cruising around in a 488 or something where everyone looks at you and they're like oh that's a cool car if you yeah. have a car like that not only do you have a cool car but you've got really good taste it, it's it's a totally different experience mm. 
and it's not really all about speed. No, like, it's, know, it's like, much more visceral than it's that. It's so much more visceral. You're so engaged. It's so raw, and it's so enjoyable. It's yeah. pure driving enjoyment. Because and what, what 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 modern cars allow you to do is just focus on the the driving itself mm. and, and sort of like achieving the highest speed that you can but when you're in a car like that you need to if you hear a noise you need to understand what that noise is yeah. and, and if, if something's not right with the suspension you need to go like oh cool I need to adjust the camber to this and that and but it's, it's a much more engaging it it's taking it all in yeah you know? it, 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 it sort of it, it feels much more like the car is an extension of you and I know that's such a cliche but I, I really mean that in the truest sense and the, the problem which I have is I was sold on the idea by a totally unreachable Dream, uh-huh. which happened in LA at the end of last. But by the way, this sorry, um, just to let you guys know, there's massive TV screens um, mm. around uh, around where yeah. we're sat right now. And just down the road, a bus today has driven just plowed into a building. What? Yeah, where? this morning at seven a.m. It's just popped up on the news. Seven a.m. this morning. I don't know what happened, but this dust, this bus is plowed into a building. It's really weird. I drove past it on the way here. Where Where is it? Uh, just the other side of Clapham Junction. Oh, dude. Yeah, weird, right? Anyway, so I got totally distracted there because it popped up on the news. News. Um, yeah, <laughs> news. Bringing you the latest. Now handing over to Stan Lane, our news reporter. Um, so. Uh, yeah, coming back to my dream, last year in LA, I've talked about this a few times, I was cruising around in a Cadillac CTSV, which was a beast of an American Dude, car, huge, heavy, it's like man. an M5, or yeah, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. proper Audi RS7, proper beast, uh, on a canyon road, which is not necessarily where it was mm, made to mm, be, mm, but it was mm, good, mm. and suddenly out of nowhere, a 250 short wheelbase Ferrari comes, you saw one in the wild, mate, what? Flying around a corner oh, and dudes. blast past me, like, like flying. So I'm like, what the hell? Literally, like, pull like the quickest handbrake three point turn <laughs> of my life. Chase after it. I'm like track mode and everything in this Cadillac. Yeah, I could not keep up. This guy, the car's like four wheel drifting around corners. It's like wheel spinning away from mm. junctions. I've never seen a classic car driven so hard in my life. Yeah, let alone a two fifty short wheelbase. And I'm chasing this thing hyperventilating like managing my like bulging boner yeah. like just falling in love like every second whilst trying not to kill myself in a Cadillac to keep up <laughs> the guy finally pulls over leans out he must have been 30, 35 the oh, coolest looking dude. guy looked like he just stepped out of the great Gatsby like <laughs> opens the door looks under the car as if he's like checking whether like something's leaking or knocking or something has a quick look Decides that there's nothing wrong. Closes the door. Looks back at me and just gives me like a thumbs up or like a peace sign or something. Oh, and man. blasts off. And I was like, oh my God, I have fallen in love with what this entire situation. Like, I was literally there. I think my girlfriend was like, Should, are, we, are we over? Like, are you, are you moving in with him? I was like, I think I am. Um, and, and that was the moment when I went, this is a different form of cars. Mm. This is a new passion. Um, and something that I haven't experienced yet. And since then, I've just been slowly uh, getting more and more obsessed by the idea. And as I say, it's not hard to fall in love with a, what, 10, 15 million pound Ferrari 250 short wheelbase? No. So uh, that's the point. So I'm not looking to buy that. But if I can capture a tiny, a 1% mm, of mm, that, mm, mm, um, I would be happy. And it would hopefully set me on my way to, to engaging with that kind well, of... Well, I think, dude, like at, at this stage, I think you're definitely better off going down the sort of German route because I think yeah. you'll find it much more easy to maintain and actually have a car that you can drive. And probably tinker with as well because yeah. there's parts. Yeah, man. There's like parts. you get parts. That's London. the thing. If I'm buying a 70s Alpha, 
Who? I mean, that dude, like, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be expensive. Right? Yeah, that's it's gonna the be thing expensive. to consider. Anyway, we have rambled on uh, for for quite some time now, which is always good. I'm I'm more than happy to ramble. I appreciate you massively uh, coming on to be it's to be the guest man. this week. Yeah, uh, no, it's I been awesome. It. Uh, if people want to follow Joe Macari, what should they do? Uh, at Joe Macari on everything. Amazing. If they want to follow you, have you got personal pages? That... Uh, yeah, Dylan P Morris is my Insta. It's not particularly active at the moment. But... Sure. Hey, look, get those followers. <laughs> that's up. me, bro. You can get more active. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been awesome. And as I say, I implore you guys, if you are in this part of town, to swing by just to say hi to Dylan, but also to check out what they have in stock. I've made a few videos here. Um, if you go onto the YouTube channel and just type in Joe Macari's in the search term, or just search Joe Macari's Seen Through Glass, um, you can see a few different videos. And as I say, I will be posting some pictures up onto Facebook from today's visit. Um, I think that will wrap things up right yeah, there. Man, that's um, make sure you guys are subscribed to the, to the podcast, iTunes and SoundCloud. I am looking into other podcast friendly platforms um, apparently there are some out there <laughs> uh, and we will leave it there thanks again mate nice one dude sweet normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.